So welcome back to Stories RPG. Uh, this is the podcast where we use a game to tell stories together, and you can too. Uh, I am joined, as always, by the Giga City Guardians. That is Firefly. Tell them who you are. Hello, I am Jillian Jays, who is a high school student by day, and I am also Firefly, who is the leader of the Giga City Guardians by night. I'm also Amanda from Stories Podcast. <laughs> Yay, Amanda! <laughs> And also the amazing Ape Canaveral. Ape Canaveral, he is a rocket experiment gone right, I would say. Um, <laughs> anyway, he's here. He's at the Giga City Guardians, and he's doing his best, which is pretty great. Impervious to harm. You forgot that. That's so critical. <laughs> and then Animus, the dark horse, the newbie. Tell him who you are. Yeah, newbie is correct. This is less than 24 hours from meeting Giga City Guardians, and I am right, <laughs> it feels like, in the middle of mess. I am Animus, office worker, turned guardian, and I am ready to take down Tusk Corp. Champions of the city, defenders of the peace, heroes of justice, the Giga City Guardians! On that note, we left last time in the middle of a drama clock. So I'm just going to set the scene for you here to remind you where you were, which was on the edge of your seats. Um, you were. <laughs> Firefly and Specs were back at the lighthouse. They were engaged in a high-stakes hacking duel with the sort of mysterious uh, superhuman hacker Ellipsis, who has been jacking their tech and also sort of taking back the drones he's been controlling. Animus was deep within Tusk Corp, having managed to get past security and has found a strange fungus-like figure in a room that had been broken into, surrounded by people who look um, very out of it and very afraid. And she was feeling a lot of grief off of this figure when we last left her. Mm. An ape we left, uh, as, as Scriv put it last time, eating an ab sandwich, um, <laughs> crushed beneath a massive shockingly good-looking oversized centaur brick who had fallen and slid into him after Ape had, you know, casually placed a banana in his path and currently is surrounded by a pile of bricks, people who look like they were either abducted or rescued, you don't know, from Tusk Corp, and you've just been joined by two of Giga City Gold, Two-Ton and Gyro, who seem like they really want to get all these people back or possibly, you know, just beat on these bricks. It's unclear. Um, there's a lot of drama going on and nobody really knows what's happening, at least on your side. So when we left off, each of you had taken one move apiece from everyone and then Scriv, you've made a second move. So now Firefly has a move and Ape has a move. Two moves left until this drama clock runs out. And you must get at least two triumphs in those moves. So you cannot afford to fail. Who would like to start? I'd like to resolve this centaur just crushing me <laughs> and this brick crushing the centaur. Who's crushing me? Um, it's two no, ton. it's two ton crushing the centaur, crushing me. I'm going to, I guess I'm going to say to the centaur, um, just in between like, 
like boom what's going boom on with this <laughs> it's also it's going to be kind of squeezed because you may be invulnerable but your your lungs still require air yeah. so you're probably it's gonna uh, hey you <laughs> like there's gonna be a little bit of a strain to squeeze it out yeah what's going on here <laughs> uh you feel this massive shift the body kind of rotates a little and shoves you kind of are able to squeeze out sideways you see that this brick this massive centaur has got his hands locked with two ton and they're kind of pushing against each other two ton all of a sudden lifts up and so does the centaur and they both begin to float and two ton flips on top of him and up into the air and then suddenly plummets down again and you scramble sideways as he does and he slams the centaur into the pavement and it looks like it hurts. It feels like it hurts. You feel the reverberation. Meanwhile, Gyro, Gyro has just flown past feet first. Remember, he has those massive boots that allow him to redirect gravity and grabbed one of the figures. And then he uh, he flips and flies up and he lands on a building top and deposits it and then jumps down to go get another. The cat looks over at you and hisses and goes, look what you've done. Do you even know what's going on? And then she hurls the claws up into the air. She she whips her claws back. And you see these little metallic glints fly through the air. It's like she's chucking metal claws. Are they flying at me? No, she's chucking them at Gyro. Oh, that's fine with me. Skitter is trying to pull the bodies. He looks over and he goes, Hey, uh, monkey dude, are you going to be like useful or something? Like, what do you want? This is the bug kid? Yeah. Oh, he did call me monkey, dude. Kind of like it. <laughs> Have we asked any of their names yet? Nope. No, but we've just heard Skitter. Oh, I just let that slip, did I? Yeah. Too late now. Now we know. <laughs> Eep. Anybody who's played the game at home will know Skitter from the game. I'm going to kind of throw up my hands like, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Pretty slow down. It's probably not going to work. That's fine. I just, and I'm going to yell at, uh, at the bug man and the cat lady. I'm just going to be like, hey, uh, what's going on? Why are they after you? Why are you running? Just give me the quick and dirty here. Uh, the cat lifts up one of the, the bodies and goes, if you want to know anything, come with us and grab someone and like starts running. Uh, the kid, the kid's like, I'm too small to do much of this, but uh, you can help him out and points over at, uh, at the big guy. And he goes, hey, Ken, you need a hand? Uh, the, the big centaur looks over and goes, no, I'm fine. And as he says that, you, you see Tutan jump up lightly on his feet, clearly weightless, and flip above this guy's head, Ken's head. And Ken lifts up too. It looks like he's made both of them weightless. And then suddenly turn into a ball and slam back onto the back of this massive centaur. And you hear the pounding and you swear, Ape, there, there was some cracking in there. That guy does not look good. He's really giving him a wham. Um, and you hear you hear the centaur go, oof, okay, maybe not. All right, Ape is going to jump between these two. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why are we beating this guy up? Um, you try to jump in between them. He's literally on top of this guy's back. So the closest you can come is you kind of like jump next to him and you're like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> like, what's going on? Tutan looks over at you and he goes, a guardian? <laughs> and then he reaches out, touches you, and he does this flick and when he flicks you you lose mass and you go flying away floating through the air and you lose the mass reduction right over the water you (gasps) plunge like a rock 
and you're in the water. All right. Um, mad about it, certainly. Uh, <laughs> just quick, really quick Googling um, if chimps can swim. <laughs> oh, I'm chimps sure. Chimps can't talk. I'm sure. So you've got, some, you've got some extra skills most chimps don't have. You're a space aviator. So yeah. pilots have to go You've through like ki- certain kinds of training, right? I'm sure you had to go through training. <gasps> Wait a minute, zero G. When he's massless, wouldn't Ape Canaveral be like super good at zero G movement? 100%, yeah. but he already, yes. if he's in the water, the water is a little different thing. I'm 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 ready to say you go oh, flying. Oh, winding. Of course, we we can always edit. This is a story we tell together. We want to tell the best story possible, right? And we want it to make sense, but we also want it to make be dramatic and cool. Do you want to make a move here to do something to flip this weightlessness oh, yeah. in your favor? Yeah. So I've been been weightless before. I understand how it works. I understand physics. Um, I lift up kind of as I'm drifting by stuff, my hands kind of flailing. I'm going to try to catch a chunk of uh, rubble from all this destruction and I'm going to chuck it away from me to use that force to push me in the nice. one direction I want to go. Where do you want to go? Where are you going to try to redirect? I'm going right back at this guy. Yes. If he throws me again, I'm going to do it again. Are you are you going for the face? Are you is this like like I don't know how you're going in, man. Yeah, I'm going to try to, I'm going in both feet up drop kick style if I can manage it, but I'm going to I'm going to roll for it. And I think nice. is this a Okay, this is a, this move. is a move. That's what I needed to know if it's a move. All right. What do you got that's going to help you with this move? Definitely my drive, um getting back into space, my space time. This is your space training. I buy it. I buy it. Um, cannot be harmed. Not super useful here. I don't know. You're about to throw yourself at a guy who's pretty dangerous, but okay. Mm-hmm. That's true. I would give you your rash and cocky. This is like you're you're quickly making a move here. Yeah. And I don't really have a plan for when I get back there because he already kind of dealt with me once, <laughs> but I'll figure that out when I get you're there. You're like, hey, what's going on? And he flipped you away and you're like, I don't care. I'm going right back in. Yeah. All right. Here, let me give my roll. I'll take three die. Oh, you're adding the power too. All right, we'll we'll take it. I'm being very nice with y'all. <laughs> Not great. A two, a three, and a four. Oh, wonderful. Okay, so here's what happens. That's success. That's triumph, but with a trouble. So you land on this guy's face, and he immediately goes up because you grab hold. And the problem is, if he changes mass, it doesn't make much difference if you're you're digging your your fingers into his scalp and that's exactly what you're doing yeah my toes um are you yelling at him while you're grabbing onto his head are you like saying anything are you just shrieking like a chimp what's the move here um definitely i grab with my toe grab like basically his lapels with my toes and then i just lean in i grab his face in both hands it's like what are you doing (laughs) okay you're like what are you doing and at that point um the the centaur stands up and throws both of you God. And you go flying, and this is the trouble. You're spiraling through the air. He kicks you off, and you go, you land on the ground, and you're going to take a heart of damage. Definitely. But you are free, and this guy is off the centaur. The others have started throwing the bodies that they've got onto the centaur. Gyro slams into the back of Ken's shoulders, and then, then shifts and like turns, grabs one of the bodies flips his boots the other way and shoots back towards that building. Um, the big guy staggers a little and then he starts running for what looks like one of those big uh, it's like the edge of the, the port but there's like one of those sewer outs down there and it looks like he's going to just jump in. The other two are each dragging a body and trying to run after him. 
There's a couple more bodies left, and Gyro just headed up to the the other area. Um, Apes made up his mind. I made up my mind. I don't trust these gold guys. This whole thing seems sketchy and not in their favor. I am going to kind of turn and now prepared for this guy. My my monkey toes firmly grabbing the ground, and I'm going to place myself between the the fleeing people and Giga City Gold. I'm going to take off my sunglasses. Just give him a quick. Just clean them up, put them back on, and then just put up the dukes. Again, anchored to the ground by my toes, hoping Firefly and them are aware of me. I would give you one one modification. You might want to stand near some rubble because these guys are pretty agile. They could easily just leave you alone. Chuck some chuck some cement at them, and they got they got more problems. Yeah, I was imagining kind of blocking the way, but if it's a big way, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make myself as big as I can and try to occupy their attention. There's a couple of bodies, there's a couple of these people who they were trying to carry who are sprawled on the ground, and you can see them now. Um, they're in hospital gowns. One of them groans and kind of staggers to their feet. Their skin is pinkish. Um, Gyro has just left for that that building top. The big guy, Tutan, looks at you and goes, huh, Ellipsis is really going to like this. And he grins really big. And, and then he touches his ear and he goes, you're going to want to get some uh, video on this. Um, by the way, you didn't get all the drones, Firefly. Just to be clear, you got no. that swarm that was chasing them. What do you mean? I thought you I- You got the swarm that was chasing them. Oh, no. There's more. Remember when Animus closed with the building? There were swarms of drones kind of circling around? Yes. The swarm you got was the one that was originally chasing them. And you are aware, Specs goes, oh, we got feeds. One of the swarms peels off. You hear the voice again. You're still getting the dot, dot, dots on your screen. And he goes, this is fun. You're not bad at this. Oh, my God. I This is infuriating. I do not like that kind of taunting at all. Um, but I am not bad at this, and I do appreciate the compliment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm really mad, but actually, thank you. I yeah. hate yeah. you, but thanks. Um, <laughs> game recognized game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's another, There's what's showing up on my feed now? What are we seeing? You can see that oh, there's about three or four swarms of these things. It's massive. It's become kind of like a hovering thing, and they're plowing towards the waterline. Mm. And you can see their their feeds are going live. And Specs is like, I'm getting them out as, as as soon as they pop up, but he's got multiple feeds. I don't know how he's doing this. Okay, so I don't know how he's doing it either. Can we ask him? <laughs> sure. Go ahead. It's clear he likes to banter. Sure. If you'd like to banter, by all means, banter. Um. Yeah. I. You're not so bad at this yourself. What? What are you doing? <laughs> what's What's your plan here? Generally, I like to win. Sure. What are, what are we trying to win for? What's what's the object of this game? He kind of chuckles and he goes, oh, that's adorable. You want me to tell you everything. That's cute. Does that work for you? Usually. Often. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he laughs a little more and he goes, well, I suppose there's quite a lot of narcissists in this game. And then the you see the things like like hover and they zoom through. Scriv, down in the basement, I will mention again that little fungal person looked up yeah. and said, are you going to get us out of here? I'm just going to say yes. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. Some quick hints here. Ready? Yep. These are some things that I'm thinking of because I didn't know how you, got, you all were going to do this. This is part of the fun of collective storytelling, right? You don't know what people are going to do. And so you all kind of have to come up with ideas together and ask questions about what would make sense next. 
here's what I can see. And then y'all can tell me what you see for each other. Because we've got, remember, one move left. So here's what I see. Firefly and Specs, you could potentially use your hacked drones, the ones you you at least have control of, to try to find a way out of the building for Animus and this this group of people. Okay. And so we did we did continue to have control of them even though we lost the screens, like we couldn't get the visual yes. feed on them? Okay. Correct. Basically, all he did was prevent you from broadcasting. Okay. He didn't want you putting this out into the world. Okay, but we can still move them around. Yes, you have not. You've managed to keep the signal. You've completely gotten them off the channel. All right, then- There's another option. You can always go Firefly and tear after the drones that are catching up with, with Ape. You don't know what it's going to do to the mutagen in your veins. Werebear is fully out and he's suited up. He woke up when you started yelling at the computer and banging on it because you were mad at at, uh, at Ellipsis. Mm-hmm. He kind of got up and he's like, what's going on? And he he saw on one of the feeds, he's like, whoa, hey, that's ape. And then like no. four <laughs> seconds later, he's in his suit and he's like, oh, buddy. <laughs> all right, I'm ready. <laughs> like he has no idea what's going on. His hair is all goofy looking. Um, so there's possibilities here for you doing multiple things with one move. May I interject? Yes, please. So I think I know how to get out of the building because I I found my way in. I could potentially find my way out. However, I'll probably ask for some backup from some of the other guardians to meet me outside because I know I'm not necessarily like a direct fighter, but I really want to make sure that we keep these people safe. And I want to try to get them out to safety somehow. Not necessarily you, but if we have other guardians who could potentially meet me and we can team up. I will say this much about that. It is very dangerous for any of the guardians to be on film at this point. Okay. If any of the guardians get spotted near, near this mess, you don't know how they're going to bend it. But that's something that I will tell you that Jillian is having an absolute heart attack about. You're okay. realizing like, oh boy, Got it. this is no joke. Like if they catch us, if they catch Ape out there fighting with Giga City Gold, oh boy, because you don't know how they're going to spin it. But if these are the people that Tusk was saving Mm. and you are seen protecting a bunch of bricks who were stealing them away, that looks real bad. Got it. Got it. I'm just on the comms like, hey guys, uh, things a little crazy out here. The uh, Giga City Gold is bad, right? They seem bad. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think uh, yeah. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. Um, I found some captives. They're in really bad shape. I need to get them out somewhere safe. I get some here too, and they're on a roof. I can't I can't get them and fight these guys. We need some help. Um, so the things I have to consider in this moment are number one, uh, I'm worried about the things beyond the camera. Number two, there's captives that we need to save, and. They are with Animus, who is our newest person who, even if she can get them out of the building, we don't know about like how like the rest of the escape maneuver. Um, three, I've been injected with an unknown pathogen or something. Uh, something is in my body that makes me feel bad. And I shouldn't really even be out of my hyperbaric chamber right now, but I am. Um, and so is Werebear. And those are our like resources at this time. And then Ape is also um, in trouble and needs like support. And needs to not also be on camera during that time. So this is a tricky situation um, and I don't really know what to do. And I feel like, unfortunately, that I have to suit up 
I think I have to put the suit on. I think I have to help the captives. Okay. Can Specs do the drones for me? Can Specs yes. do the drones? Yeah, I want Specs to do the drones. Yeah. Okay. There's a bond, yes? Yes. So Specs can do the drones. That's yeah. one dice of this move. Even though you're doing multiple things here, it's still one move. Okay. This is what's cool about the narrative flexibility here. We can do as much with one move as we need to, yeah? So we've got your suit. Yeah. You're going to blast off, and you're going to try to nab the folks that were on, that Gyro grabbed. And you've got the location now. Yeah. Because you know where those drones that you hacked were originally going. So you're headed there. Specs is going to try to get the drones that he's controlling to lead you, Animus, and this crew out of the building. Perfect. You don't think wherever those others got out, you don't think that they got out um, up top. Mm, you think they probably else? came in underneath. You think there's something going on there. So that's two. Perfect. Do you have anything else that's going to help you here? Uh, yeah. It's that um, I really can't stand ellipsis. <laughs> so I really, this is, this is fueling me right now because I really, okay. I need to, I need to outsmart that guy. I need to have a win. So. Yeah. I mean, and that matchstick temper would also yeah. be perfectly you appropriate know? here. Yeah. All right. Three full dice. Let's see what you get. I'm doing it now. Oh, I got a six, a five, and a three. Huh. Awesome. You can even level that up. Hold on. You can even boost that because you didn't use your boost last time, did you? Yeah. I did not use my boost last time, and I would like to because I want a big win mostly because I can't stand the list. Beautiful. (laughs) You earned it on this one. It's fine. All right. So you go blasting off. You scream through the sky. You see you've got like little target locks, and you're over boosting. And Firefly, when you get going, this, this suit has supersonic capabilities. It's incredible how fast you can move, and it's heatless. So you are tearing through the city at a breakneck pace, and you feel it. You're just like, this is what I needed to do. Like, you've been so frustrated. Every piece of this has been so confusing, and it hasn't just been a straight-up, easy-to-understand fight, a goal you could, you could wrap your head around. And right now, you really just want to win. And the speed and the air rushing past you, they invigorate you. And you you see Gyro flipping down back to the port. And you also see those drones uh, hovering up. You actually tear through the drones. And you literally, when when I say you tear through the drones, you destroy, like you blast directly through them. There are shatters of golden dust and land slam onto the rooftop. There are three figures there, and you can see Ape down there squaring off with a guy who looks like this is a huge meaty dude. Um, Two-ton's massive. He's really big. His hands are like shovels. He's got fingers like snossages. It's it's rough. Okay, so you land right next to these bodies, and you've got a call here. You can just rock it off with the bodies and just, just laugh as they tangle with Ape. Or you can try to take them like you can you can spot. You can see down near the edge of the port. There's a sewer out, and you can see some movement in there. You can see these bricks running, and they look like, you know, the big guy, he's limping. It's clear he's he's not well after that tangle with two times. Um, you could catch up with them. Um, it's up to you. Ape's been here, so Ape's going to, Ape, when Ape sees Firefly, big smile, going to look up and say, uh, hey, follow him into the sewer. I don't know what's going on, but that's where they're going. We, we got to ditch these gold guys. You go after them. Yeah. Okay. That's where I'm going. I want to go there. Okay, you are you taking the bodies? These these patients. They seem like they're unconscious, but they've been stashed here by Gyro. You think you can like grab them and still carry them and like hold them aloft? 
But it's up to you, because if you leave them here, you're not sure. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I want to take them and save them. That's what I, I want to do now. There's a whole pile of more of these people going into the sewer out. That's the issue. If you oh, grab no. these and go away with them, you're leaving the other ones to go with the bricks. I have to make a bigger pile. Uh, I have to make them all come <laughs> together. <laughs> and then and then there's got to be something in my suit. My suit must have some kind of like net situation or like a... You got straps, actually. Straps. Perfect. There are three bodies that have been three patients who have like sprawled out and have been reclaimed by Gyro before the, the bricks managed to get into the sewer out. You can carry three. This is Ape speaking. You can carry three. Just get in there. <laughs> what are these guys going to do to you? I... I handled them easy. You'll be you'll be fine. Okay, all right. I didn't handle them easy, but she doesn't know that. And it's <laughs> <laughs> piece of cake, piece of cake, or a piece of banana. Perfect. So that's what I do. I'll take all three of those, and then I'll go where uh, where everyone else is. So you strap them in, and you kind of lift off, and you see Gyro streaking towards you, and you just kind of like drop, and then you you head for the sewer out. Ape, you see Gyro going after Firefly. And uh, would you like to just chuck a piece of concrete and knock him off course? You guys have fixed the drama clock, so this is a freebie. You get to you get to bong him one if you want. Yeah, I'm trying to make sure they can't follow Firefly. So if they're flying, so, then yeah, I want to I want to chuck a big. It's like a Thor's hammer. It's a big piece of rubble with a rebar sticking out of it. Nice. And I'm gonna swing around and hurl it. Well, those two big dudes going at each other have bashed up the asphalt around here, and you managed to find a big big chunk of it, and you fling it right at Gyro's legs. You hit one of his boots, and all of a sudden, he goes wonky, and he starts falling sideways, and he sort of like is is accelerating, and Tutan goes, crap, and then jumps like really high and goes floating after him. Clearly, he's going to try to grab him. You have a choice. Nice. Do you want to go to the sewer out or do you want to ditch? You can hear the cops coming through the streets. You can hear the sirens. Um, if you stay here much longer, they're going to find you. Yeah, I'm going to go to the sewer and I'm going to tell Animus where to meet us. And I'm hoping that she can get there. <laughs> you're like, Animus, meet me at. And then you're like, uh, a place in the sewers near the... You, like, you can... <laughs> you, this is the kind of thing Specs would ping. But Ape is just like, yeah, there's a sewer out. I'm going in. And... Off you go. Yeah. Meanwhile, at Tusk Corp, yep. uh, you hear Specs, Animus. Yep. Specs is like, oh, nuts. He's like, she got out of the chamber and, ugh. Okay, um, hold on. I'm going to find you a way out. The little drones start circling around, mm-hmm. and he goes, I got it, I got it. Follow the drones. Okay, thanks. And they, yep. they lead you down the corridor. You're stepping over these, the, people are scrambling away from you. The The little fungal figure is like, everyone up and like they all kind of stagger together is a small one like a child he's probably only you don't know if it's a he i should say they they are probably about three and a half feet tall but they don't look like a child okay um they're kind of thick bodied and have very short stubby arms they're wearing some sort of um like a vest over a hoodie and a couple of different things lots of bags and pockets and there's one thing sticking up above the shoulder and it looks mm. sort of like a shoulder slung sword, and you realize it's an umbrella. Oh, okay. Um, it's not a it's not a sword at all. I was about to get really excited about the sword. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know, prisoners generally aren't allowed to have these sorts of things, or we don't know if they're a prisoner. Yeah, but hey, an umbrella can be good too. This is true. So I ask them: Are are you able to walk? Better yet, are you able to run if we need to? He says most of them can't talk yet. 
I've been doing what I can. Can't talk yet. Uh, but they can they can walk, I believe. And he turns and he kind of holds up his hands a little, and they sway a little bit. And then like there's a couple of them nod, and one of them shakes their head, and then they all sort of start staggering towards the doorway. And he says, okay. "I don't know how long we have." Am I still feeling that sorrow from them? What am I feeling from them right now? He feels very sad. They feel almost like like floating. The the grief is coming off of the little figure yeah. them. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to reach out my hand. Yep. We're going to get you out of here. But I'm going to need you guys to be brave, but we'll do this, okay? And I I do want to touch just a little bit of that power just to help to like kind of harden the resolve a little bit as we get ready to go. I'm not I wasn't going to make it a move, but you get the feeling that the little guy is very determined. Um, these okay. others, okay. it's almost like you can't feel their emotions. They're not- Okay. I'm going to let that marinate while we're walking <laughs> in the back of my mind. They're not feeling nothing. They're a little bit like dampened, but they're staggering yeah. after you and they seem to be convinced to follow the little guy. Okay. Um, you guys follow, you follow a trail of, of uh, sort of broken doors mm-hmm. to a side stairwell that goes down to a garbage uh, area and there's an open port. And the little drone sort of like hops and goes down into the chute. Okay. We follow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use that passive kind of sensing again to try to see if in case there's anything that comes up to intercept us that I'm somewhat ready, but we'll follow. You're not feeling any emotions from down there, uh, but it's dark and it's garbagey. Ooh. It smells lovely. Yeah. It's really tasty. Ooh. You go sliding down into the dark. Um, yep. There is a splash when you hit. And then there are more people splashing around you and you have a little Juicy. bit of a, a nasty moment trying to sort of get everybody together. Um, and finally, you're all sort of standing up and uh, the little one is is deeper in than anyone else. Um, they're up to like their chest. You know, you've got up to your knees mm-hmm. and uh, they look at you and they go, I thank you. Those should not come any further. And he looks at the, the drones and he says, I will not take you unless they leave. What do you mean, take me? They're showing us the way out. Do you know where to go? This is where I am most at home. Specs, Specs on the radio goes, uh, I'm starting to get some problems with the reception. I, I could, uh, you've got too many pipes. It's concrete in the Can you hear me? The little, the little person reaches up his hand and he yeah. says, I trusted you. Now I ask that you trust me. Specs, I'll check in when I can. Can you, can you like sense motive? Yeah, I, I, I can sense emotions. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be tricky with, with sensing motive. We're off the drama clock, but you can sense okay. his emotions. Yeah. If you want to you wanna make a move on this, this is a move that you are choosing to make just to find out. If you want, or you can just roll with it and go with him. I think I'm going to roll with it. Yeah. He seems like a fun guy. I think I'm going to go. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Oh, he, he's never heard that by the way. Like that's a character he's never had to deal with. The puns. Mm -hmm. Oh, we must protect them. Okay. So I'll, I'll just say into the, like specs, I'll check in when I can. Hey, but I, and like, it gets more garbled as the little one turns and leads you into the dark. Okay, we're doing it. And I'm going to cut to the sewer out. 
where Firefly, you have just screamed into this sewer out and almost plowed into this group of bricks who's struggling along the corridor. The minute you arrive, you hear a yell. Um, and it's like the, the cat. The cat like screams and starts throwing, chucking claws at you like a, like a hail. Um, the big centaur turns around and looks terrified. Literally, look of absolute abject terror. Um, and he he just he runs at you, roaring, and he says, "Just run, just run!" and like runs at you and starts swinging madly. Why? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. Why are they? Why? Are, what is? Is there time to just inquire? Like, what's up? Why? Why are you upset with me? No, you don't. You don't have the time to ask that. They literally. They look. So I'll just let you know. They look like they've just seen somebody who, like, this is the this is what you do when you are faced with somebody who you are convinced is going to destroy you. Um, they look terrified for their lives and for the lives of their friends. Okay. Of you. Right. Of you. Right. Which, and I'm not terrifying, and I am only wanting to help people, and I'm not somebody that's going to hurt them. Um without cause. So I would like to s- stop them from coming at me without injuring them. Uh, what kind of move would you like to make to try to do this? Cause that's a move, ooh. especially cause you're burdened by three bodies yeah. you're carrying three people. Yeah. So I can't really like, I don't have full like agility at this time. Is there, do I have any like force? You could try to influence them. I mean, if they're worried about these people, you could literally say, I, I please don't hurt me. These people are innocent. You could try something like that. That might slow them down, but you don't know. Well, they're already throwing things at me, right? The cat? Well, they they started that. Obviously, they saw your firefly glow coming down the tunnel. And clearly, they have some reaction to you that is very powerful. Yeah. So I would would like to try influencing them and say, like, stop. These people are innocent. I don't want to have trouble. I I, I mean, you know harm. Okay. um, The cat, like, flings the blades from her claw, from her paw. They go spinning and they strike right above your head. The big guy kind of just like blocks the tunnel and he goes, go, go, go! And like yells it behind at the rest of them and the rest of them start running. And he's he's just standing there like all squared up, but he's actually trembling. He looks really roughed up and he looks absolutely terrified of you. Is there a history between you and the bricks? Oh, uh, is there is a history. <laughs> that is a thing that happened, didn't it? Um, because the bricks were at the Scarlet King, and I, because I destroyed the Scarlet King, and the bricks were there. Is that correct? You dropped a giant spore bomb onto the Scarlet King's lair, where there were countless bricks trapped in jail cells underneath the earth. Good, cool. Uh, that was there. Terrible. It is at the end of the first brilliant Firefly arc. Yeah. Um. Granted, I want to make this very clear. You had a very difficult decision to make. Your suit was leaking, so you weren't able to go into the stratosphere to get rid of the bomb. Uh, you were worried about dropping it into the ocean because there's a lot of life in the ocean and you don't know what that would have done to the city. And the island on which the Scarlet King had built their fortress was crawling with some very dangerous and very aggressive brick mutants. Um And at the time, you weren't really thinking very deeply about the fact that there were a large number of people imprisoned there for the Scarlet King to experiment on. And to her credit, the ones that she did recognize were known criminals. Mm -hmm. So I feel like what I need to do most of all, perhaps, is like acknowledge and apologize 
or something. Like maybe that would be more effective at this at this time. Though I don't know that that. It's, it's a little early in the hello space. Sure, I think sure. you're having a moment here where Jillian is like, "Why is this person scared of me?" Yeah. And then there's like, there's like a series of flashes yeah. of memory yeah. that just click through Jillian's mind, and she finds herself suddenly like slowing down and like kind of just you lock eyes with this giant centaur and he can't see your face behind the helmet. Oh. But you have this moment where there's this change in your body language. He hasn't moved and he's just sort of like shaking, wounded and he's like I'm not letting you hurt my friends and he's just like squared up ready to like fill this sewer tunnel as much as he can. Yeah. I don't want to hurt his friends. Um yeah, tell him that. I would like to tell him that I don't want to hurt his friends. They need to see that you're not a threat to them. He says, put him down. Why did you bring them here? What are you doing here if it's not to hurt us? I'm, I'm trying. To, I, I'm going to put them down. I'm putting them down. Okay. And I'm trying to be helpful. I'm trying to help because it, it looked like innocent people needed help. That's why I came. He, he looks at you and he goes, sell it to someone else. And then he goes and he slowly collects those bodies and he's eyeing you the whole time and he puts them on his back. And then he slowly starts backing down the corridor, his eyes on you the whole time. What if you took the helmet off? I don't know if I'm ready to take the helmet off. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's something I'd have to discuss with Specs. Um, just regarding taking the helmet off, I don't, realistically, like, the reason to take the helmet off would be to show them that I'm not a threat. But I am the person, like, even if I take the helmet off, I'm still the person that did it. And, like, the only reason I would have, like, I think the only reason that I could seem non-threatening at that time is, like, maybe if they see that I'm a girl or something. But, like, I am still the person who did the bad thing. Like, I am mm-hmm. still the person. So, like, they didn't know. I'm not thinking about this as being you're a girl or you're a kid. I'm thinking okay. of it as being being able to see the expression on your face. Okay. You are currently a faceless robot that has very negative associations for this yeah. particular person. Um, and for this group. So right now, they can't tell how you feel. Sure. You could say, I feel this way, but it sure doesn't show. Um, so I was imagining it as an empathy move sure, if sure, you wanted sure. to yeah. try it out. But if you don't, you can try to negotiate this some other way. He's backing away still. His eyes flicker. And you're, by the way, struck by at this moment, all of you. He's disheveled. He's beaten. He's bruised. And he's just so beautiful. Yeah. He's just the most beautiful. Like, his hair is still, Sparkly. like, shiny. Yeah. It's flowing. He's just, it's really unreasonable. <laughs> um, he flicks past you to Ape, and he goes, Thank you. And he nods. And then he turns and he goes, I'm trusting you not to come any further. And then suddenly he turns and runs into the darkness. With all the bodies on his back. We're going to follow him, right? No, I think that that's... No. <laughs> that was, no. <laughs> we would be scaring him so much. We would be the bad guys. That's amazing. Ape has visions of Planet of the Apes in his head, just a monkey riding a horse, and he's real, <laughs> real keen on it. A beautiful, beautiful horseman. Um. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be able to, like, you know, ride his shoulders. That's the best part, you know. It's a piggyback ride and a horseback ride. They'd be a cool team up, honestly, like Ape on the back of of, uh, of Kentucky. There you go. There's his last name for you. <laughs> yes. All right. So we're going to close the scene as Kentucky um, slowly recedes into the darkness with all the extra people. You've just given 
this strange brick, the last people who were rescued from Tusk Corp. And we also know that Animus is walking into the darkness, holding the hand of this strange little uh, mushroom-like person after they've asked you to trust them. Um, Specs is slamming on his keyboard um, and sort of uh, sort of like in frustration because he's lost you, Animus. So the next morning, um, you all feel like you were run over by a truck. In Abe's case, you feel like you were run over by a truck shaped like a centaur. Um, and Animus has not come back to the lighthouse. Riptide is making breakfast for everyone. He wakes everybody up and he's like, Okay, so I saw a little bit of what happened, but uh, yo, you guys are like all over the news. And he clicks it on and he says, uh, not, not actually you, but like, you know, all the stuff that happened last night. This was the scene at Tusk Corporation this morning where Fred Tusk has declared that Bricks, the mutant offspring of the Scarlet King, have apparently engaged in full terrorist actions against a major corporation. I'm going live to the scene now at the uh, the edge of Tusk Corporation. We can see some of the damage. Uh, can you tell us what's going on there, Maggie? Yeah. Good morning, Jim. I'm standing at the edge of Tusk Corporation. You can see some of the damage done to the building here. Some of the security cameras were able to catch some of what happened. Um, I'm putting up what we've been given. There's a series of flickering images of a huge, it's, it's Ken, charging through the halls, breaking down a door. Um, there's there's a, a scene of, of the cat-like creature. You see them, and she whips claws, and the camera goes out. There is a gathering crowd here, Jim, of, of anti-brick protesters. There's a lot of fear in the city. I've been talking with citizens on the street. Here's some of what they had to say. There's a cut between a bunch of different people on the street. Well, I'm just saying, I don't trust, you know, their kind. I mean, last time they were around here, you know what happened. That Scarlet King, I mean, they could be doing anything under the city. Well, I, I just want to feel safe when I'm walking my dog at night, and I don't think that's too much to ask. Um, there's a few others. Uh, the general vibe is super anti-brick, and that's when Fred Tusk steps onto a stage and begins haranguing the crowd. You hear a lot of what he said before, but he's got some additionals. I am calling for the establishment of an anti-brick task force. I'm going to be working with the mayor and the chief of police and Giga City Gold will be at the beck and call of the city. And I invite, no, I challenge the Giga City Guardians to step up and do what they claim that they do. Guard this city. Riptide kind of turns and looks at you guys and he goes, so I made breakfast. And he like, he points at the bowls and he goes, it's just cereal. <laughs> Sorry? And then he looks kind of awkward. And that's how we close. All of you are realizing that once again, Things have been flipped in terms of public relations, and definitely not in the Guardian's favor. Abe says, oh, it's cereal, all right. And he takes a bite of Captain Crunch. He says, it's dead cereal. <laughs> Go for a serious <laughs> thing. I don't know if it reads. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a great that's final good. line. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. Thank you for lightening the mood there.
All right, y'all. Uh, time for some shout outs. That was, I'm, I'm up in the drama. We're getting close to our arc here. So I really appreciate how much y'all leaned in today. So let's start with shout outs and then move to talking about whether you want to have some lines added to your stories. I would like to do a shout out to Firefly for making some snap decisions. And in mine and Animus's eyes, uh, really showed why you are the leader of the Guardians with like delegating the drones to specs and suiting up, even though, you know, things are still a little bit uncertain with yourself and just zooming right in. Um, But then also kind of like sensitively handling whatever was going on with those bricks. But yeah, well done, Chief. Round of applause. Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) I would like to give a shout out to Animus for taking a big risk by following the the fun guy whose name we don't yet know. <laughs> we need, I will um, ask their name. I yes. promise next time. <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to tell you. I'm trying so hard. Like I want to share everything. They seem very nice. I'm going to I'm going to take a line and I think what I want to give Ape just over these last two episodes. You've been doing a lot of movement based stuff and I want to kind of codify mm, that. Yeah. Let me workshop the exact line with you guys, but basically kind of able to move like like rapidly through difficult terrain, but I don't know exactly how to phrase that. You mentioned urban jungle before, yeah. and Ooh. you're the king, like king of the urban jungle sounds really yes. cool. And I think it should go on a t-shirt. King of the urban jungle is definitely, that's definitely the deed. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, and that lets you chuck the concrete that goes with king of the urban jungle too, right? Like that's perfect. Scriv. Your boss. That's great. Thank you. He said you. it. <laughs> I, I wanted to give a huge shout out to Amanda for really dealing with like one of the cool things about stories, but also one of the tough things about story games is you have that dual experience of you feel like the character, but you also feel like an author. And one of the hardest things for people when they start out is making the shift between author and character. They'll get really emotionally into a scene and they're like, oh boy, like, I don't know what to do. And it's hard to step back for a second and be like, okay, what would be fun for the story? Because you're so in the moment. And I I saw you in so many moments feeling conflicted as Jillian Jays, where you were like, what would Jillian do? And you were Jillian in those moments. You were like, oh no, but if I don't do this. And like listening to the way you process that, I just was so grateful that you were willing to go there with us. Because I know that can be, you know, vulnerable territory and you leaned into it. You, you trusted us to, to help you through it and you, you made it through with awesome, awesome, awesome moves. So I just was really impressed. Thank you. Um, I have a line that I would like to add, uh, because of kind of what we revisited with the bricks. Um, and I think I want to put it under, I'm going to call it a dream, Mm. but what I, I think it is, is that I need to rectify a past mistake that I've made. Um, I harmed the bricks and they didn't deserve it. And I, I need to make it up to them. Make my peace. Yeah. Like, like, uh, make amends with, yeah, I will uh, make amends with with the bricks with those I've harmed. Yeah. That's a, that's, that's deep. Yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to introduce that eventually. And I didn't know if you would meet up with them in this episode. And I love that you came face to face with one of them and kind of got to process that. I appreciated that a lot. It was very dramatic. Okay. Does everybody feel okay with their lines? Did Animus and- add a line this time? I'm I'm thinking through it. And because I'm still new to the system, I'm thinking through and hearing examples of what different lines could be. 
And I'm hearing your King of the Urban Jungle line. It's making me think about the thing I did with like channeling Werebear and trying to consider, you know, is, is there a line there? And is that something I could potentially repeat at some point if I'm able to like make a connection with others as well? So I don't Mm. like something about channeling. Yeah. Like emotional channel channeler or like you could channel the feel of someone else. Oh, how would you do that? Like persona channeling. Yeah. Channel conduit. Emotional avatar. (laughs) Well, that could even allow you to do some cool stuff where you like pretended to be somebody. And even though you don't look like them, because you're emotionally channeling their vibe. You give vibe, off that energy you, and it's- you Like people wouldn't look twice at you unless they were like yeah. looking directly at you and really paying attention. You would feel like that person. I'll think through some some like words that fit that well, but I, I want to I wanna dig into that a little bit. I'll process it though. That's a cool concept. Yeah. The, the, the rule, like I, I think of it less as a system and more just like, what's a line that defines you, right? Like a story. So as long as you've got, you know, and that's the hard part, the fun part is finding the right words that really make it, make it come alive and make you able to use it when you need it. Okay. Um, okay. On behalf of everybody on the Giga City Guardians crew, thank you so much for coming with us on this adventure. Stay tuned next time to find out about Flipside, Microbial, and all the rest of the bricks under the city, and also what Fred Tusk is up to. And finally, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts and check us out at patreon.com backslash stories RPG, where you can also find the downloadable game so you can play along with us. Thanks so much, everybody. And we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Gonna ride that horse. (laughs) You're gonna ride that horse.